Hey guys, welcome to Going Nowhere Fast with Hannah and Erin. We're going Today we have a special guest, um, Steven. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so Steven, um, he is kind of, he doesn't really work at my work, but he's always in and out of my work. I'm a drifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to work at the airport, but he still works at the airport, but in a different way. They're different things. If that yeah, makes sense. Different things. So Steven, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah, introduce yourself. Okay, so my name's Steven. I'm 23 years old. Um, I work at the airport, so it's kind of funny. So I did work at the airport at, I guess, fueling airplanes with, mm -hmm. you know, I guess what you, you know, work at now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, now I'm a pilot, so Ooh. I do that, and I have two companies, which is, like, really exciting, Ooh. which I know, <laughs> I know. so cool. I know, <laughs> yep, not really, but. <laughs> he likes to think he yeah. I like to think I am, that extra 10%, right? So. <laughs> Okay, so you're a pilot. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn, oh. right? So I'm laid back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're just going to kind of talk about um, just about you and, like, how you got to where you are, basically. Yeah, give yeah. some inspiration because we're all going nowhere fast, yeah. period. So, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how... And some of these answers I may already know, but I'm just going to ask for the sake of this. Yeah. And if you don't like the question... No. You have to answer it. I'll answer it. Don't <laughs> worry. So, um, how did you know that you wanted to be a pilot, first of all? Well, okay, so that's, like, an interesting question. Um, some people just kind of just fall into aviation mm -hmm. and fall into being a pilot. For me, it was, like, I was born to be a pilot. Okay. Um, so, for me, it's, like, when I was, like, a baby... Really? I, I mean, yeah. Were you it, just, like, into, like, planes and... Well, I wasn't, like, normal, like, guys. Like, most guys were like, oh, I like the cars and stuff. And mm -hmm. for me, it was like, oh, I like the airplanes. Okay. So, for me, it was... that. That's how I really kind of just so jumped it's, into it. is anyone in your family? No. Really? Nobody. I'm first-generation pilot. First person in aviation ever in my family. Wow. That's so cool. In aviation. That is cool. And then have a lot more behind me with aviation which kind of like pushed me to where I'm at today so well okay so I'll back up a little bit when I was younger um I have my grandmother who recently passed away like a year ago um she used to take me to the airport where I live which is it's I guess if anybody's familiar with Atlanta if you look to the east of Atlanta there's an airport there where they do like skydiving what's the airport called? it's called it's Monroe but <laughs> <laughs> it's Monroe it's okay but no, my grandmother used to take me to the Monroe airport and it was like every single day after school. I would I was the worst student up until third grade. I actually and I'll put this out there, I failed third grade. Because <laughs> because because well actually I passed, but it was just barely, but I had my, my family retained me, which was it really leads up to the moral of where I'm at today in in what I take, you know which is time for granted. You know, you don't, can't take time for granted anymore, um, which is kind of like why I push myself so much. Mm -hmm. But I used to go to the airport every single day, and I'd watch the skydivers, and I would never do my homework, and I was always there around airplanes and always around everything. But that's what really got me into, like, wanting to be a pilot. Um, I remember sitting in this dude's airplane, and I was like, this is what I want to do. Okay. So I know it's not the most glorious story out there. <laughs> oh, no, it's right? cool. That's good. But that, I mean, it was like an everyday thing for me. And like, for me, it's like, I didn't want to be working on Wall Street. I didn't want to go work like a, which leads me to where I'm going. But um, I didn't want to have that normal job that everybody yeah. else had. Like they, there's accountants, there's nurses, there's doctors. For me, I wanted to be a pilot. So that's pretty much what I've wanted to do since day one. Yeah. Nice. And it's cool how that hasn't changed. No. Because it, yeah. most people, like, what they want to be when they're younger always ends up changing to then, like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. It's, well, yeah. No, it's actually kind of funny that you say that. Um, when I graduated high school, so I graduated in 16, so 2016 is when I graduated. So you're, um, yeah, you're 23. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I'm still young, okay? 
man. I'm an old man. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I I don't know, but um when I was younger, I guess like whenever I graduated and I you know, I graduated in 16, I don't know if you guys had your teachers write you guys like letters saying like, "Hey, we hope mm-hmm. you're doing well." My parents kept a letter from my second grade teacher saying so what did you decide? Do you want to be a pilot? Did you decide to be a pilot? Or did you decide to be, um, I guess she was saying like an aircraft mechanic or something. Oh. So I was like, nah, I picked to be a pilot. And, <laughs> but she was, her name was Miss LeBrun and she was like my second grade teacher and she was super cool, super chill. She's from Canada. So that's crazy. Um, that's so cool. But to, to, when I graduated at the time I graduated high school, I was already a pilot. So when I graduated and had my pilot's license and to read that, yeah. it's one of those realization moments to really just kind of set in stone. This is, yeah, I'm on the right path. Yeah. So you got your pilot's license while you were in high school. I did. Yeah. Do you want me to elaborate yeah, how elaborate. I did yeah, that? Okay. So pretty much up until I was 16, when I turned 16, what do everybody like, what, what do every kid get or what? Hopefully, everyone gets when they turn 16. A car. A car. A car, right? Or, you know, a driver's, driver's license. license. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, I was special. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dad, fortunately, he raised me when I was a very, like, when I was really, really young. When I turned, I think it was like 13, he gave me access to his 401k. And he told me at that time, he didn't have much money. He was working. He's still working seven days a week. Bless the guy. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. a a trooper um, or a workaholic, how Mm -hmm. some people say that. Mm -hmm. But but he instilled the value of money to me at a really, really, really young age. So when I was 13 years old, I managed his stock market. And he was like, this is all the money I have. If you lose it, I'm not going to hate you. I still love you. You're my son. But if you help me out and help me manage the money, then you I'll help. How old? I was like 13. Dang. But, but he was like, I'll help you out whenever you get to the age. So when I turned 16, he mm-hmm. was like, well, I took one flight lesson just to make sure. And anybody who's wanting to be a pilot, highly recommend doing what's called a discovery flight. It just makes it, it's, you go up for like an hour and you see if you really want to be a pilot and see if this is before it. you like spend all of the money. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. But um when I was sixteen, my dad was like, Okay, do you want a car or do you want your pilot's license? And I told him I was like, Well, okay, I want my pilot's license. I don't want a car, it's okay. Yeah. But yeah. ended up getting a car. <laughs> so I ended up getting the car and uh it was kind of funny since I was retained, I guess, in third grade. And then after that, having that, you know, now I'm managing my dad's stock market portfolios and all of, it's so weird if you haven't been held back, but like all my friends graduated before me, mm-hmm. everybody was ahead of me. So I've always been playing this catch up game or this chasing game. Like, I feel like I'm chasing for like, I don't know. It's like the, what is it? The monkey on like the, um, what is it called? The little thing where <laughs> like you a run? hamster. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the hamster on their wheel. You know how, like, they're running? Yeah, That's yeah. literally how I feel, like, every single day. I don't know if it's me, my personality, but I just... Anyways. <laughs> um, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. It's a mentality. But whenever I was 16, I got my car. I started working. My first job, actually, was Chick-fil-A. Hmm. I worked there for six months, and... But I was out of there after six months because that was not what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things. Like everybody goes through fast food at least once or everybody goes through like a retail market once. Mm -hmm. Some people are still in retail. But for me, I figured out I was like, I don't want to be around frying chicken all day, all the grease and all the nastiness. And um, so I actually quit. And I didn't even, I didn't give him a two weeks, which was a bad juju on my part. Um, but I literally just left. I didn't show up for work the next day. Uh, and then I guess like a week later, I ended up driving to the Gwinnett County Airport mm-hmm. and drove around knocking on people's door. And I, mind you, I was 16 at the time, knocking on every single employer's door and was like, I had a resume in my hand and little 16 year old Steven dressed up in a suit. Like I, you know, dressed up in a suit. And, um, the one company gave me a chance. So I don't know. Okay. Everybody knows you're okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just want to be sure. Yeah. But um, I had my interview, and that's when I started working for Gwinnett Arrow. Yeah. Um, and I, this is leading up to me getting my private. So you, you start with your private pilot certificate. So um, this was me leading up to getting my pilot's license. So and you're 16 I was, at this point. Well, I was like 17 at that point. Okay. I was like 16, and then I quit Chick-fil-A when I was 17. It was like March or something like that, so it rolled into the next year. Okay. And then um, whenever I was – so I was 17, knocked on everybody's door. At that point, I was just about to graduate, I guess, high school, right? So mm-hmm. my senior year, I did, like, the work release program. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody – you guys know what that is. Work-based yeah. learning. Work-based yeah. learning. It's yeah. where you get to leave, like, halfway through the – like, you know, your semester – or not semester, what is it? Halfway through your classes, yeah. and you can go and go work, right? Yeah. So I did that. <laughs> Made money. Smart paid out of pocket because my dad was telling me there's no way since I bought you your car there's no way I'm going to pay for your pilot's license so I worked paid out of pocket it took me three years to pay for my pilot's license it was like twelve thousand dollars <laughs> it was a lot of money expensive. Um, uh-huh. expensive very expensive flying's not cheap um and then from that point on you know I was around aviation I was around a ton of connections mm-hmm. and then that's where it started I mm-hmm. guess you could say like everybody has their moment to where it's just like okay this is it yeah. you know like I got all the way up to this point now this is the start line mm-hmm. thought this was the finish line nope it's the start yeah. line yeah so that's where it really kind of just started took off I started flying a ton more because I started making more mm-hmm. uh got my private and then I worked there for it was like three years Dang. So it was a it was a long time. That's how I know everybody who works like Guanadero. Yeah. Everybody knows me. But from then on, when I was working, so I worked for Guanadero for like three years, and then this is where it kind of you got to realize, okay, working a nine to five, everybody does it, right? But this is where I started experimenting, and I really I was like eighteen at the time, so. I don't know if people know this, but planes are, like, super expensive. Like, we're not talking hundreds of thousands. We're talking, you know, tens to hundreds of millions of dollars for one plane. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... Because people don't realize, like... You could see a plane, let's like for eighty thousand, but you have to think about, like, all the maintenance that goes into it. Yeah. So, for every hour... So, in an airplane, right, we go off of hours. We don't go off of miles. So, it's more or less every hour we fly the airplane that's where the billing comes in Mm -hmm. that's how much you know people get charged and Mm -hmm. stuff wait so why why don't y'all do by miles it's well it's because of however long the engine is running so when the like we have we turn our battery on right for the airplane it powers up everything Mm -hmm. um when we turn the battery on and we start the engine once that engine starts then that's how it gets billed because once it's just you gotta think about it you know, if we fly a hundred miles, mm-hmm. that could have taken thirty minutes. Versus some days, it could have taken an hour. Oh, that's true. Because it also depends on the type of plane and type everything. of plane. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Weather conditions. Yeah. There's there's a lot there. It's it's yeah. okay. So time is more consistent. Time is more consistent. So I'm gonna go back a little bit though. But so when I was working for Gwinnett Arrow, uh, I was around a lot of people who had a lot of money. A ton of money, more money than I knew what to do with. I mean, I saw Ferraris daily, I saw Lamborghinis daily, and I knew these people one on one working for, you know, Gwinnett Aero. And um, I started marketing myself. I started going around to different airports and started meeting all of these different people with tons of money. And I don't know, but as a guy being 18 years old and seeing this lavish lifestyle that some of these people are living, I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> like, and I, but I'm, but but I'm asking myself that. Mm-hmm. I'm really reflecting, like, what am I doing right now? Because I don't, whatever I'm doing right now is not working. So everybody has to start somewhere. So I was working for Gwinnett Arrow, mm-hmm. and this was with our previous owner. So not the owner who has it now, but mm-hmm. previous owner of Gwinnett Arrow, and I started washing airplanes. So I would work like a nine to five Mm -hmm. and then at five o'clock once I got off I would go wash airplanes from five o'clock until three o'clock in the morning and I would do that every single day 
but here's where here's where it gets interesting so i'd make my like my base pay i'd make okay i'd make like a hundred and something dollars a day mm-hmm. but then i would go wash three airplanes and make 600 700 dollars in one night and then i would i started doing that mine now mind you i started very small I very, so I what started, i'm hearing is <laughs> we all need to wash airplanes we gotta wash airplanes <laughs> literally what okay but this is i mean and everybody starts somewhere right whether you're in cars whether you're in accounting or marketing i have one of my best friends he's going to uga to get his i guess his accounting degree or whatever mm-hmm. um, but he's getting his he's going for his master's mm. but he's never had a job he's doesn't have any work history no volunteer history but he has that piece of paper but people don't understand you need more than just that piece of paper for real you know what i mean especially in when we have overcrowded the market mm-hmm. for degrees so your degree is basically useless it puts you at like the baseline yeah to a certain so degree. unless you either need work experience or greater education than that because mm-hmm. they've said that your like college degree has now become the high school diploma yeah, and and so which is stressful. Yeah, yeah no, that's not great well, news for us. Well, and and it all depends, right? So I'm not. I encourage everyone if they want to go to college. I encourage everyone to go to college. I'm currently in college. I'm a little bit behind because I took that break to. I focused on that main company that I had, um, which, which is okay. Which will go back a little bit. Uh, when I was working, I didn't start out washing planes and making that kind of money mm-hmm. i started very small mm-hmm. i remember the same day there was a guy who came in it was a single piston so it has a single engine aircraft right um and the guy was using quick wax so it's like the spray to spray down the bugs on the plane mm-hmm. well i was like hey man like 20 dollars mm-hmm. to me i'm like i'm gonna go buy me some like chick-fil-a with this 20 <laughs> bucks you know mm-hmm. i'm like for 20 dollars I'll like clean the wing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I still remember the plane. He's still a customer at Gwinnett Arrow. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. say any names or no tail numbers, but, um, <laughs> I ended up, I ended up doing like quick wax and he provided everything for me. And then it was like $20, but he was like, he really encouraged me as a young adult. He was like, wow, you did a really good job. That's crazy. Like I'd much rather just pay you like $20 every two weeks or so just to come out here and quick wax the airplane mm-hmm. and just, you know, get the bugs off and stuff. So I started doing that and I did that for like a month. Well, this individual, this, I guess, client of Gwinnett Arrows started spreading the word around saying, well, hey man, this, if you see Steven around at the airport, have him go out there with the quick wax and spray down and clean the bugs off the airplanes. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to realize now the ball is rolling, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So now everybody's getting to know me, I'm getting to know everyone. And then that's where I started saying, well, hey, I washed an airplane. I made $150. From that $150, I put, I initially put everything back towards building the business. So, um, mind you, you don't have to have an LLC. You don't have to have a business license to do business until the end of the year. So I was doing business for like a month and then I started my LLC and at 18, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so yeah. I reached out to people who actually had their own companies and I, yes. I had my guidance and stuff. And um, that's when I started my company. And I had Plain Clean LLC. I also had Davis Aviation. Mm-hmm. So um, those are my two companies. Plain Clean is my detailing company. But at the time, I was working under Davis Aviation. So I ended up having okay. one company and I split it into two. So that way I can keep, because mm-hmm. I do consulting, mm-hmm. I do management under one company and now I just do detailing under the other so it gets a little bit confusing but um but going back like you know washing these airplanes making seven hundred dollars and then I started ramping up and at the end of it I was making really good money Mm -hmm. and then I was thinking I was like okay well I really need to start thinking about what I want to do I want to be a pilot I want to fly airplanes and that's I want to be a career airline pilot Mm -hmm. that's what I want so I went to ATP flight school and, uh, I went there. It was like a six month class or six month course. You get your instrument rating. It allows you can go fly into clouds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go to get your commercial and then you go to CFI Academy. So commercial allows you to get paid and then CFI, I'm also a flight instructor. So, um, but I went through ATP flight school and then I worked for them for God, I don't know, like a year and a half 
You worked for ATP? Yeah. Well, technically... As a flight instructor? Yeah, technically I was a contractor. <laughs> but I just say it's easier to just mm-hmm. say I worked for ATP. So, but whenever I went to ATP, so I'm a, I had to go through my private, I had to get my instrument, my commercial, and then CFI Academy. But that's when... Now I'm getting involved with the flying side, so I'm really learning a lot about myself when it comes to, okay, more about the airplanes, more about the management side, and um, really like what it takes to be a pilot, you know what I mean? Um, And then that's when I kind of started building up on my other company, Davis Aviation, Mm -hmm. and I started doing like aviation consulting and helped people make resumes, and you know, it's all about that drive, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird in a way, but... So are you still doing the plane cleaning? Not, not anymore. Well, okay. so there was a time once... So a pilot has to reach like 1,500 hours for mm-hmm. them to go be an airline pilot. Mm-hmm. So I took a break from everything, from both my companies and everything, and focused primarily on flying. Mm-hmm. And that's where I built up my time. I took a year and a half off, um... The companies are almost, you know, I work as much as I want. I work as little as I want. So I had, I can count like probably hundreds of people that I've helped mm-hmm. make resumes and can do like aviation consulting, sit down with them and, and really kind of say, hey, where do you want to be in 10 years? Where do you want to be in five years? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's one thing like right now we're all, I mean, here in this room, we're all really young, right? So yeah. in 10 years from now, like I'm going to be 33 right? So I got to think about what I want, right? So that's where, yeah, owning a company is great and all. You can make a ton of money doing it and it's good, but the airlines for me right now is a more feasible option because we get benefits and yeah. tons of other great incentives. So, yeah. um, but no, when I hit 1500 hours, uh, that's when I left ATP, then COVID broke out. So it was a nightmare. And now you actually had a class date, right? Yeah, so everybody, people don't know this. Explain that. Yeah, so (laughs) it's like a sob story. It's so sad. (laughs) It is sad. It is so so sad. So everybody's 2020 has been, like, super rough, and I get that. Like, I'm in no way trying to have any kind of... It's just... Everyone, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. So, like, at the beginning of 2020, like, a lot of things kind of broke out in my life. Like, a lot of things. Um, I mean, I, I, my grandfather passed away, my you know, dog died, like all of this stuff happened within the course of like a month. So it was like very traumatic experience. And then when it came to the airlines, COVID broke out and uh, I had a, what's called a class date. So uh, when you apply for an airline and you get through like, it's like a phase one interview, they give you a date saying, hey, okay you get to come work for us but you have to go through our training and you have to be at our training and this is the date okay gotcha so you're you're pretty much hired but you still have to go through the training yeah i mean i still have my employee number with my airline which was SkyWest. really <laughs> yep i still have my employee number but i had a class date and then i had a phone call i guess like or not a phone call i had a letter in the mail two weeks later saying you're no longer a cadet or no longer an employee with SkyWest. i still have a number but Um, but yeah, so then I lost my class date because of COVID and all this other stuff. Um, and then right now is a really kind of, it's a wishy-washy time in aviation, but there's still things out there to do. I mean, there's tons of things out there to do. Um, but yeah, so I lost my class date, I guess. So it, you know, hopefully soon. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Hopefully soon. But, but I will, I know, but I will tell you this, and this is something that, Okay, so your whole channel, your whole podcast is around, like, not going anywhere fast, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, pretty I much mean, the fact that we suck at life and we're going really fast at it. We just honestly thought it was, like, a cool, fun But it's name. true. Listen, the name describes our situation I'm not, perfectly. I, yeah. I mean, current, yes. But you gotta realize, like, okay... I thought, I, I did have everything kind of, I thought the stars aligned, mm-hmm. like, I guess January, I was like, the stars aligned, like, I'm about to hit my time to go to the airlines, um, the companies, like, I can do a whole podcast on just, like, I guess just 
as a young adult, building yourself as an individual, mm-hmm. not procrastinating and going after the bag because everybody wants the bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody wants the money. Everybody wants to grow themselves as an individual. Mm-hmm. And then I will tell you though, everything happening, I guess I, we knew my grandfather, he was getting old and my dog was getting old, but everything happening at once, I thought I was the guy that I was in January but I have changed so much, I guess, because of that, mm-hmm. because of COVID happening, because of, you know, I've, I've had to be, uh, or I've had to learn to be okay by myself and like focus on what makes me happy and what actually, you know, I guess, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like in my own way, find a path around airlines. Cause for me, like you gotta realize day one airplanes. Mm-hmm. So I'm still flying. I do some flight instruction right now. So I'm, I'm a teacher. So I teach people how to fly airplanes. So I do that. Um, but on the side, but it's just, it really made me figure out who I am as an individual. So mm-hmm. I think COVID, yeah, it sucks. Nobody's happy about it, but I think everything happening for this year is also a blessing in, in disguise, right? Cause now it really made me like grow as an individual, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, and for me only being, you know, we're, we're still all young. We're you know, mm-hmm. I'm 23. So still got time. We're not old yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and I feel like that's the whole thing is like this year, and it's just like your story. Like I can just see it throughout. Like you've gotten creative Yeah. with like how to do yeah, things. Has to. And we've talked a lot about how society creates this map of like what we're supposed to do, the time frame you're supposed to do it in. This is what life is supposed to look like. And the yeah. reality of the situation is you got to get creative and it's not always going to be that line. It's not going to look like a storyboard. Yeah. It's going to have different curves. It's going to have different things that you have to do. And I feel like in your story, mm-hmm. like COVID has been a wonderful way to get you thinking creatively. Really? Yeah. And I want to like reflect on that for a second, but people think like, okay, my life has to be this, 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 and this. I thought my life had to be this, 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 and this, right? Mm-hmm. But no. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, it's, you know, I took a year off of college, you know, like a year break between high school and college. I didn't want to do that. I thought I was going to go straight into college, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, even with the whole airline stuff, right? So people might think, oh, okay, I have to go and do this. But in reality, it's like, what makes you happy at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? Like for me, it's, okay, I just want to be involved with aviation, being around airplanes and stuff. So what can I do to stay in that, stay in that realm, stay in aviation, stay around airplanes? So might be a little bit of a couch surfer when it, at times <laughs> when it comes to the airport, you know what I'm saying? So okay. I just, I'm always bouncing around meeting new people. And that's one thing, like the more connections you have, the better. And don't ever... Ever, 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 ever burn a bridge with people, man. Because, like, that is one thing, like, I can, like, talk, like, real-world experience. Like, I was young, you know, yeah, I was a pilot and all this other stuff. And I got cocky, and I was like, oh, man, I got everything figured out. There's people who have tons more time than I do. There's people out there that have tons more experience than I do. And they look straight through me, you know what I mean? And then it really reflects on myself, like, man, okay. And this is that whole COVID experience has mm-hmm. really made me have that self-reflection and being like, man, I, I wish I'd done things differently back <laughs> yeah. then, but I guess everything has its, has its way. So that's my whole background. I know that was like the first question we asked, but yeah, but that's his story. That's yeah, my, I know. But that's my story. And like, everything's great. Like I'm happy. I'm doing my own thing, but I'll reflect a little bit. And if you guys want to talk about the whole company thing and talking about, I guess, if I were to go back, I guess if I was like 16, if I were to go back, mm-hmm. like what I would have done differently. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he did great, Steven. Yeah. So. We don't even need to be here. <laughs> Hi, this is Steven, the new podcast. <laughs> the new podcast. No, 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 no. I appreciate you guys inviting me. But no, so if for anyone listening, if you're young, right, and you don't really know where you're going in life, that's okay. Um, you know, we find, <laughs> Preach. look, it's, Amen. but it's, but look, it's at the end of the day, like, <laughs> 
I knew what I was doing, right? But there's people out there that I know, like, um, I have a brother and a sister. They still, I mean, my brother's like 30 years old. That man still don't know what he's doing, <laughs> right? So, I mean, it's okay, right? It takes time. But, you know, we, we, we're on this journey, right? It's life, right? We're on this journey. We all start at the same place. We all end at the same place. It's a very messed up philosophy. But it's that journey that counts, right? So, you know, I'll go back a little bit. It's, it's okay. But, like, when I was 16, if I were to go if I were to do anything different, if you're 16, you're young, you don't know where you want to go in life, at least in the United States, you have to have, you know, credit. <laughs> Let's be real here. Let's be real here. Um, these are like the finer details to really, cause like, I'll be honest. I'm in, well, I'm in debt. <laughs> Simple. Such a dirty word. I'm in debt. Like I'm not saying like crazy debt, but like flying is so expensive and it's something I love, but I got a secured credit card when I was like 16 years old that you can't go without a parent. So you have to have a parent to go with you. you if you're an adult, you're 18 years old, go get a secured credit card. Like, get a credit card. Holy cow. No, seriously. Like, you it's like, need one. Yeah, it's like 100 bucks. You like, like my friend, he doesn't even have a credit card. Dude's at UGA. I'm like, come on, man. Like, And he's talking about, oh, I'm going to get a rental property. I'm like, they're going to look at you and laugh. <laughs> I got a secured credit card for like 100 bucks. And I started building my credit from there. So yeah. that's that's where I started and just, you know, I used it for like gas and, yeah. then, you mm -hmm. know, the their random quick trip run. So, mm -hmm. yes. um, but I paid it off like every month. And then like after six months, I opened up another one. And at that point I have like, I have excellent credit. So from 16, get a credit card. As soon as you turn 18, you know, that's when everybody's starting to graduate. So your friends in high school, they still might be your friends for like a couple years after, but don't let that hold you back from going out and doing stuff. Like I, you know, we live in Georgia, so I'm originally from California, moved here to Georgia. This happened forever ago, so it's not even in the picture, but um, if I really wanted to, I could just leave here at Georgia and, you know, say goodbye to all my friends that I made and just go to California. I'm trying to keep that separate. You know what I mean? Just like take every opportunity that you can, I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. So when you graduate, if you get an opportunity, take it, go for it. Um, but if you, you know, let's say you don't really know what you want to do, um, you know, try to think about what makes you happy. Like at the end of the day, like, okay, don't get me wrong. I love sleeping in until like, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon. Like that, oh my God, makes me so much, you know, but you're wasting, I don't want to say it in a mean way, but you are wasting your life if you do that. If you, you, are, story, yeah. you, you are wasting your life, if you're doing that. I, at least whenever I was younger, I, I mean, I was, I was guilty of it. Like I sleep in, right? Um, but there's so much missed time that people use just goofing off like that's why i don't know if you've guys seen this new series on like netflix like the whole social media dilemma yeah kind i of watched thing. like we made an episode on that <laughs> yeah yeah. Check it out. yeah yeah so um <laughs> hey, it's Throw tying it. in right <laughs> yeah. so but like social media is a distraction mm -hmm. but in reality it's like what can you do in the moment that you're doing right now so you can you know get rid of that whole scenario being on the phone being in social media like cut that out of your life if you can cut that out of your life you will be just fine you'll you'll be a rich man or a rich woman you know what i mean like you'll be because you waste so much time on your phone and i've realized this i'm still guilty of it i love my phone i can't i'm still i'm you know everybody's battling it right so um but we waste so much time on our phone instead we can go out there and build those connections with people and like you know hey you can invest time into making ideas of a company like Hey, okay, how many people make rugs? Tons of people make rugs, okay? I mean, this is so weird, right? But you got to figure out what, you know, like, where are they messing up? Where can you be better? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the same thing with any subject. Like, there's Starbucks, there's, like, you know, coffee places. Mm -hmm. Starbucks, right? What are they doing? What can you do better than Starbucks? Not much. Nothing. Everyone, Nothing. everyone should research how Starbucks came to be it and is. like how they marketed and like how they have completely wiped out the market because it is the most interesting story ever. It is, but they found where people were messing yeah. up, right? So they found that that void, 
and then they went in and filled the void. Mm -hmm. And you see where they're at and today. And took over. You see where they're at today, right? But Hannah wanted, to, like, you're wanting to do your own thing right now, right? Yeah. So tell, like, you've told people, haven't you? Have you? Have you have no, you, I haven't. Do you, you want to? I mean, so basically, I just. <laughs> Come on, be excited. Okay, be so, excited. well, here's the thing. Here's what I've decided. So, my parents own, so we have, like, our house. And mm -hmm. we own another house that we rent out to people. And on that house property, there's, like, a lot next to it that is big enough to be a lot, but it's, like, really, really tiny. So what I want to do is, well, they are talking about, like, dividing the lot. And I would buy the lot from them, build a small house on it, and rent it out to people while I still live with my parents and charge them more than what the mortgage is. So I'd be making money and not have to pay anything. Ding, 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 ding. So then, in a few years, um, I really want to buy land and build a wedding venue on it. Yeah. Because I think that would be fun. You heard it first here, folks, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she, and this is what But really... I also want to be a flight attendant. But I, I can't do that right now. Well, no, yeah, but hear me out. So, like, and this is, let's let's talk about you for a second. It's all me. I want to talk about you for a second. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but hear me out. So like, and this is this is the, like I guess how I kind of got involved with this podcast, right? Because you told me that that idea and that really intrigued me. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, she thought of, you saw how she just thought of all that process. Okay, your family has a house. They got what a property next door, right? With a little bit of acreage that you could mm -hmm. build like a tiny home, mm -hmm. maybe do Airbnb, mm -hmm. and start making some money doing it that way. That's a that's a side hustle. It's fairly cheap. You could build a tiny home for under twenty thousand, like, and but I don't her, know about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's that thought yeah, process, just, though. Yeah, it's yeah. that thought process. She could start small from there and build up, right? Yeah, right. But, and that's the thing though, you got to have that, I guess it's a desire or like a fire for it. You got to be really passionate. I'm yeah. passionate about airplanes. I'm passionate about aviation. So for me, it's someone, like I said, what? I was telling this to someone. I don't, I might've been at work and I think it was Dylan. I was like telling him about what I was doing or whatever. And this was like last week and he was like, you trying to be Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. For real. Man is how Honestly, to make money. Yeah. But that's the thing. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Right? So it's like baby Why don't we steps. start with a house? Well, no. Yeah. Well, I know, but this is, and this is where people are missing it, right? So she's working at Gwinnettero, right? I'm and, 19. And you're 19. You're young. But she's starting small. So she's starting with this, you know, okay, she's working her job that she has now. Everybody has to start which is, like, some somewhat point. related to aviation. It is. Wh which is the whole flight attendant thing. But yeah. you're doing something that, you know, hey, she's around airplanes. She's because she wants to be a flight attendant, right? So you can go be an accountant, and an accountant can go work anywhere. So if someone's an accountant and they're like, oh, I'm interested in motorcycles, we'll go be an accountant for a motorcycle shop or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Or if you're interested in airplanes, come be an accountant, you know, for an airline or something. I don't know. But everybody has to start somewhere, and then that's where you build, like, your little nest egg. So, mm -hmm. like, I have a nest egg right now, and, you know, it's the money that I have. If I want to go and invest it somewhere, let's say building a property for a reason, mm -hmm. um, I can go and do that. Mm -hmm. But everybody has to start at ground zero. Everybody starts at the same place. Everybody starts with nothing, right? So then you got to build up. You build your nest egg. Then from there, okay, you have enough money for, like, a 20% down payment. You go and build this house, right? Put out, take out a mortgage. You'll be mm -hmm. fine, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta find what you like. Yeah, because honestly, the deal that I someone was talking to me about this the other day, but you're gonna die. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everyone's going Very to direct. die, and no matter how much money you made, no matter how many cars, no matter how many girls, no matter whatever you've done in your life, you're going to die. We all die. Correct. Wow. So don't waste the little bit of life that we have being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get rich. Yeah. Do it. Be First, figure out what you like to do, what you're passionate about, and then figure out, okay, how am I going to make money doing this? Mm -hmm. Because there is nothing that you cannot make money with. Flowers. People don't think about that. You can make money just selling flowers. I'm not saying go like, be it, but if so you're into it. So many people are into fashion and so many people have little 
like businesses. Yeah, you could make clothes. You could become a buyer for a yeah. store. You can go into <laughs> textiles. The thing is, the biggest thing I take from everything, at least for, obviously I got aviation and all that, but just time is everything. So yeah, it's cool to take like that gap year to like figure yourself out and it's okay to not know what you're doing right now. Like that's fine. But also, okay, yeah, so yeah, it's it, cool to take a gap year. During that gap year, don't just lay around and well, be like, exactly, oh, that, what yeah. am I going to do? Well, you should life? always be, this is like a thought I was thinking, I don't know, are you religious? I mean, yeah, kind of. Okay, so. cool. I just don't want to like offend you if you're going to hate me for this. Okay, cool. So, I was thinking about this, like you, at no point in life do you need to know what the finish line looks like. Right. You never, mm-hmm. ever need to know where you're going. You just need to make the next step. And I feel like something about following God is that you always know what that next step is. Because you always know that you need to follow God. You need to follow the passions he put in your heart. And you can pray about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the thing I feel like a lot of high schoolers get caught up in. Is being like, this is what I want my life to look like in 30 years. Mm-hmm. Or in 10 or in 10 years, it could be a or anything, goal. that is not a super healthy way to look at life because I think you will end up with a ton of disappointment. And it never ends up the way that you no. want it to. Yeah. And you have no idea, like, if you have a goal for 10 years, the person that you are when you're in high school should not be the same person <laughs> you are in 10 years. Yeah. No, yeah. So is that goal you have for that 10-year person actually going to fulfill that person when you're 10 years older? Probably not. No. So I think it's good to don't focus so much on, again, the finish line. Like, you don't know, you don't need to know what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. So, like, the hardest thing is to take that first step. I will Mm -hmm. say that. Like, it was terrifying filing my paperwork to start my own company terrifying and it was just not knowing and it's just that unknown but if you're like and seriously like if you're if you believe and you 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 know honestly think god's trying to put you on this path and trying to take you in this direction like go for it you know what i mean like it's all about that first step but you know (laughs) i don't know it was like i think it was like will smith or something but he like skydived and he did this whole thing it was like you know they push you you know you're at the edge of the, the airplane and they're about to push you out and they count one, two, three, but they push you on two. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as, you know, because it's terrifying, everybody grabs mm-hmm. on, everybody's freaking out, thinking that they're going to, you know, die. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just death. Um, but, you know, they push you on two because as soon as you jump out, it's the most blissful experience of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, it's all about that first step. So whatever your passion is, whatever you're going after in life, like, Stay at it, stay motivated, stay going towards that goal. However many no's you get, there's always going to be that one yes. And always have that mentality. Right. And my thing for me, I feel like, um, or this is just something that I believe in. I believe that, like, people are put in your life for a certain reason. Or, like, it's not just... (laughs) that's not just people but it's like situations too Mm -hmm. like you don't need to stress so much about tomorrow because you can't do anything about tomorrow Mm -hmm. like you need to just trust God and let him work through you and you like he will put things in your life that you'll need to grasp and you think that like that's your time like that's how your life's supposed to go in the moment but like it's not and it's it's like a story almost he's trying to he's trying to everything's for a reason you know what I mean so it's like Okay, I worked at Gwinnettero, mm-hmm. right? But that he put that in my life, mm-hmm. so that way I can meet everyone else to get to where I'm at today. I also think it says a lot, like, I feel like we're all very similar with, like, um, like, we're on our own paths, but we're on, like, very similar paths. It's the mentality. Paths. Everybody yeah, has the same mentality. We have mentality. a very similar mentality. Yeah, and I would say a lot stemmed from that, just, like, with our drive and, like, starting working young. Like, even if it was a yeah. stupid job. Like, like, you started working really young. When I was 15. Like, you were saying earlier about now it's kind of, do you have experience versus mm-hmm. just a degree? Right. Like, that type of thing. And... I hate that. I think it's... Well, I think it's well, smart to, like... It's... 
start working it's, as soon as you can. Yes. Um, I strongly dislike how people can just go out and get a degree and then just go straight into a workforce without any experience. Like for me, it's like I would, if, if I'm the employer, right, and I'm hiring somebody, I'd much rather take someone with the experience all day long, all day long. You don't have a degree. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the thing you... is, you got the experience. You know, you've been through it. You know what I mean? And that's something yeah. that, you know, yeah. So that's a good way to start is start working in high school. And I know that there's a lot of people. We went to a high school that extracurriculars were, like, very important. And football's my um, work. Yeah. Football's like, my people work. People don't work a lot. I mean, there are lots of people that do. Don't get me wrong. But there yeah. was, like, a ton of value placed on the extracurriculars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who say they don't have time to work in high school. And I would just, if you were one of those people, I would really challenge that in your heart. My, I had a high school student uh, that I was training to fly. He was taking five accelerated classes and he did football, right? <laughs> he did football. The thing is, like, he had five accelerated classes and he wanted to graduate early. He had, obviously, he had a girlfriend and he had um, a job. But he did all of this on top of flight training, and flight training is not an easy feat. I mean, anybody can go fly an airplane, but to actually invest time into it and be good at it is a whole other thing. So, but he still had a job. He was still working. He was still doing his thing. He had to have money to pay for flight training. So, um, it's not. <laughs> you got to think about it. Okay, where can I find that one hour? Oh, I found that one hour to go work out per day. And that's just that just goes back to your whole. Like, we have more time than we think we do. It's so much more time. You got 24 hours in a whole day. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. And we hear these success stories. Like, I feel like this is our generation especially. So, we've heard, like, the millennials create these giant companies and they're making so much money and people are thriving. But we forget what it took to get there. Everything's worth a price. That's all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, what are you willing to sacrifice for it? Right. So. So, we've been really deep in this episode. <laughs> yeah. And I want to add some freshness. Yeah. Some, some light. Okay. Some salad. Some if salad. You will. Okay. Some salad. This conversation. Yeah. Salad. So, we're going to ask Steven some juicy, light questions. Okay. Start thinking of questions. Okay. Oh. I'm going to start thinking So, here's my first question. Go for it. When you go to the movies, what's your go-to movie order? Don't think about money. Ooh, I'm good I know at movies oh. prices are expensive, but what would you order? Oh my god. Definitely popcorn and like a drink. I mean like what well, else? A drink, Candy? Though. Popcorn and coke. Popcorn and a coke slushie sounds That's freaking amazing. That's a good one. But no, I gotta be honest with you. I always like sneak candy in. Like oh, I'll, me and my sister like, <laughs> have gone to Cheesecake Factory and gotten cheesecake. Like all yeah, the dudes I out there in the movie theater one time. All the, all the dudes out there. I'm just telling you, like, get yourself a girl to come with you, right? And like, tell her to bring the biggest purse she has, <laughs> and just take go go to like QT. QT Dollar General, some crap dude, and just like buy the damn thing out. Yeah. All right, I have a question. Okay. So, uh, if you could live anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? I mean, I'm from California, but. I'm going to be honest, like, I don't really like the cold. I don't really like the cold. Cold's kind of, like, I've I've been raised kind of in the south, so it's, like, Mm -hmm. this keep me away from snow, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, probably not Florida. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't see myself moving to Florida. I like Georgia, South Carolina. I like South Carolina, like, Charlotte, or Charleston. Charleston's super freaking nice. I'll tell you this, I couldn't see myself, like, moving to New York. I couldn't live in, like, a huge city. Disrespectful. I couldn't. (laughs) But I couldn't live there. I'm not saying okay. I would, I could I could I could go there. I just couldn't live there. I just personally it's not for me. Um but everybody else is different, right? Yeah, like, that's okay. You know what I mean? Steven, like, what's your favorite color? Green and black. Okay. Green and black. Okay. <laughs> Slytherin. Oh, what yeah. Hogwarts house are you? Oh. And if you I went, so I went to Universal, oh, mm-hmm. and I didn't know, but if you go to the very back of, um, what's the wand place? Uh, oh my god. I don't know. Alexander's. Alexander's, right? If you go to the very back of Universal, you can actually have them pick a wand for you. I didn't oh. know that, but they, like, <laughs> they pick a wand for you, and they, like, put the hat or whatever on your head, and they're like, Ooh. Gryffindor! Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I wish I knew that, because I just came back from Universal, so. Yeah, you did I mean, Gryffindor. Wow. Such a so Gryffindor generic. I'm so, generic. I'm so I'm generic. I'm Hufflepuff. 
I could have. I, yeah, I could have guessed I, I, I that. I think Hannah's a Hufflepuff. I could have guessed that. Um, but no, definitely. What I are mean, you? I don't know. It depends on the day. Yeah, it depends I mean, on the day. Yeah. Okay. Next question. I mean, I'm here, so. What is like something that a girl would do, where you would be like, instant no, mm. like instant. I don't want to say I turn think, off, but. Well, so and then that's the problem, though. So. Pick a nose, scratch your butt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that would be... You would never be in a relationship. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Call her out. Hannah is a lady. But no, I mean, like... Sorry to answer I know. I'm just trying to think, because, like, instant no? I mean... Like, instant no. Like, if you found this person attractive, and you, like, liked them, but you didn't really know them very well, what was... They, what's they, something they would could do if, that would If they're off? just always negative... So, like, when I invest my time, when I invest my energy into someone, I expect that ex- same amount of, you know, I guess, um, effort in return. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if they don't do that, then it's like... Cut or off. if they, you know, pick their nose or scratch their butt. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, you don't have to put this in here, but what is yours? Because I genuinely have never asked you this question. I haven't... I don't Like, know. an instant no. Okay, so my instant no is, like... Okay, let's say I'm interested in this guy. He's cute, whatever. We go on a date. If he... If I am showing... Like, if I'm having to keep up a conversation and, like, ask all the questions... Oh, I, hate that. That, I yeah. hate that. I hate it. I hate that. Like... It should flow. You're on this date with me. Like, act like you care. If I'm taking a girl on a date and she's always on her phone... Mm-hmm. That's just rude. It is, if like, in general. If she's on her phone or if she's not... Like, when I go on a date, like, I went on a date, I guess, a couple weeks ago. Um, like, I turned my phone off. Because I'm like, I want to be respectful to you. Like, yeah. I'm I'm showing you my time, my energy, my effort. But don't be sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, my friend just did this. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, we can talk about that later. Like, tell me about yourself. What are you? Like, tell me. Tell me about yeah. you. I want to know you. That's why I'm here. <laughs> you know? So. I would say... On previous dates I've been on where I've been like, this is just not going to happen, is people that have no drive for anything. I also think that a lot of guys don't... It's kind of selfish, but I think most guys are are really selfish when they think about stuff like that. They only think about themselves, what they want. But in reality, there's like... Like, Hannah has her own feelings, you got your own feelings, right? So most men, when they think about it, they only think about themselves instead of thinking about the other person's feelings and how they feel. And what they want. So it's like... It's okay. all about being considerate. Sacrifice. Yeah. But I'm still going to have a great time. Sacrifice. <laughs> Full circle. Sacrifice. Full circle. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening this week. Um, we'll see you guys next Thursday. And thanks for tuning in to Going Nowhere Fast with Aaron and Hannah. Bye, everybody. Bye. We're going nowhere fast.